This week's episode of the Firmware Update is brought to you by Audible. By going to audibletrial.com slash update, our listeners can get both a free audiobook and a 30-day trial. There are over 180,000 books available to choose from, such as Console Wars by Blake Harris, which is a fascinating chronicle of the 16-bit console war between Sega and Nintendo. Or, if you're more of a Nintendo buff in general, Super Mario by Jeff Ryan. If neither of those tickles your fancy, like I said, 180,000 books to choose from, and they're all available to listen to on your iOS, Android, or Kindle device. Once again, to start your 30-day free trial and to download your free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com slash update. That's audibletrial.com slash update and get your free audiobook on us. Welcome to another edition of the Firmware Update, your PlayStation podcast of choice. I'm one of your hosts, Malcolm Spinetti. Joining me, as always, Joe Garcia. Oh, baby. How you been, buddy? I, I hear you had a really good day at work. <laughs> I did. Well, pretty well. Because um, work has been pretty much non-existent the last couple of weeks. I haven't gotten many shifts. Oh, man. Uh, so I spent the last couple of <laughs> weeks, basically, the better part of two weeks is kind of sitting on my ass, not doing anything, except fucking finishing some games, finally. Like, I finally finished Horizon. Same uh, here, actually, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's been pretty <laughs> pretty uneventful, actually, aside from today. I've sort of been having the same thing, though, a lot more depressing. Uh, I, As some of you may remember, uh, my job at Cricket Wireless ended on the 28th. I'm officially, I was officially out of work, but I was like, like, no worries. I've already gotten this new job at this place called old uh, conduit, which does call center work for various companies. I was going to do call center stuff for Apple, which I was actually really excited for. I was supposed to start yesterday. Emphasis on supposed. As I found out the week before that, uh, the, the drug tests or whatever that they had me do or the background check, excuse me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, for uh, the 21st. Uh, they said it would be done by Friday. I started work on Monday. However, it never came. And according to the to the background place, they were saying, well, we say Sunday, but it could also be Monday. Which is <laughs> great. Which is great. So their response was, well, if we don't have it now, have it by 3 p.m. Spoiler, it never did. We're going to have to push your start date back to the 28th. Exactly. Like a month? Yeah. Well, I was supposed to start August 7th, so I'll be starting August 28th now, so 21 days later. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. I was pretty livid about it. You know, I had the whole thing planned. I did everything right. I, like, I gave them all the signatures and stuff on the 21st. So they should have had this wrapped up. and But unfortunately, yeah, God's conspiring against me once again. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and assume that there's not going to be any sort of back wage uh, for you. Of course not. God damn it. Yeah, fucking workforce in this country. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why should they be held accountable? No, no, yeah. Right, why, why would they be? <laughs> Like, the woman didn't even apologize to me over the phone. Like, hey, you're going to have to go another three weeks without pay. That sucks. Ugh. But on the plus side, you know, 
we've been saving a lot for a few years and I'm still got some checks and, and also a uh, pension check coming in from uh, AT&T as well as a severance. So that, sh- that, that, uh, that was going to be like an addition to the savings, but now it'll help us carry over until I start my new job, which better be on the 28th. My God, <laughs> <laughs> but on the positive side, <laughs> it's given me a lot of time to do stuff that I don't know how I would have done otherwise. Like, for instance, I've been able to keep up amazingly well with the G1 <laughs> with New Japan, <laughs> uh, which is really super cool. Uh, cool if anyone and has, has been thinking about watching it. Uh, I finished Horizon Zero Dawn finally, sat down and uh, finished it. <laughs> Thanks in part to Joe finishing before just before I finished, and also thanks to my wife getting into it and not wanting to be behind her. So, <laughs> so it only took you a good what six months to finally get through that game. Well, still <laughs> or te- five. Still technically quicker than it took you. So, come. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and uh, I, I I really enjoy the experience of it, especially getting all those reveal like uh, all like the big bombs of by big bombs i mean big story moments of the game come like really towards the end and they do a good job of making one bleed into the other like hey if this happened how did this happen and then (laughs) and so i thought it was so the game i thought was really really good and uh, is needless to say it's going to be on our game of the year in my opinion (laughs) (laughs) um you know like when i when that game was first revealed you know i was like oh man this game looks awesome but like the fucking title like the most generic fucking thing it was like it was like they went like it's almost like they went out of their way to put give it the most generic title ever when they and i was like what like (laughs) and then you fucking play you're like oh okay that's fair (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay so there's a reason for that <laughs> because not knowing anything about the story uh, it's like uh, like it's literally the most generic fucking group of words that you could fucking give something yeah uh, but it, it all means something Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay that's all right yeah why call it the legend of zelda if it's about link you know <laughs> <laughs> when you play the game you find out <laughs> <laughs> So I've been enjoying that. Speaking of which, I've been uh, going back into Breath of the Wild. I, I finished that Terrytown quest, and uh, so I'll be finishing up that. But before that, uh, Hellblade Sasuna's Sacrifice dropped. So I'll be uh, playing a bit of that. I've been enjoying it so far. Or uh, The review's been good, with the exception of one notable. <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did you hear about the, the, the one bad review it got? Uh, I see that Jim Sterling uh, had some bad luck with that game. Yeah, just to talk about it a little bit, it's unfortunate. Like, it's been getting a lot of videos in response saying, oh, how can they release games, games that are not finished? And don't get me wrong, that happens. Like, we had, like, a few like that, most notably uh, No Man's Sky, as far as a game that's not really and truly finished. Uh, Street Fighter V arguably is also like that too uh however in the case of that i would just chalk that up as a really really unfortunate glitch i mean i having worked in the tech industry as long as i have you know it's rare that you get anything 100 percent perfect like you could test something and test something and test something and it seems really really good and then somebody buys the phone or whatever 
does something that none of you thought to check to see. <laughs> and all of a sudden, uh, it's exploding like the Note 5 or whatever did. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was just uh, – it's not like they released a game that was completely in shambles. It was just like an unfortunate glitch that hopefully gets uh, fixed. I haven't heard anyone replicate the problem since. Yeah, it seems like <laughs> like almost uh, exclusively uh, Jim Sterling's problem, not to invalidate you know his problems. Like, okay, obviously – it's not impossible that he's the one unlucky bastard stuck with a shitty version of the game, but yeah, yeah it seems like everybody else, uh, <laughs> everybody else seems to be doing all right with it, technically. Plus, yeah. Plus, as unfortunate as that situation is, to give it the score that he did is a little extreme, and even he admits later, you're like, yeah, I gave that out of anger. So good on him for coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Emotional man. <laughs> But so far, I'm enjoying it. It's really, really interesting. And thankfully, this is not going to be a sundered situation for anyone who listened to our review on that. (laughs) So if there's a chance you might get this game, which would be great. I always prefer to do reviews for games that we both have played. So I'm hoping that you end up getting it. But I I hear you got to move. Yeah, I'm moving in a couple (laughs) at the end of the or at the beginning of the month or September 1st. Jesus would put it. Hey, Miles' uh, birthday. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> uh, I was like, you know, it'd be cool if I could just move on Malcolm's Miles' birthday. It's uh, a good day. Good stuff. <laughs> day. Uh, awesome. So, Are you going to be moving closer to work, or is this going to be a bigger place? Uh, about the same distance from work, uh, basically, but it's going to be a bigger place. Uh, I move. I move. I right now I live alone in a studio, but I'm moving in with my brother. We're going to split a three-room apartment or three-bedroom apartment uh, for barely more than what I pay now. Uh, you know, when we split the cost, uh, so kind of a no-brainer uh, nice. to have like an actual bedroom and an actual living room and an actual kitchen that aren't all connected to each other. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's exciting stuff. The only thing that sucks is that, well, it's like, well, I got to obviously have the rent payment ready for, for that month, but also move-in fee and fucking administrative fees and all this and that shit. Uh, I got to rent a fucking truck and get boxes. It's going to be a big pain in the ass up until then. But. Oh, yeah, that that's the biggest pain in the ass that, that they want. Essentially two rents right up front. Yeah, so uh, unfortunately, um, even though I've had the time to – play other things uh like i beat zero dawn like a week and a half ago uh but up until my good work day today i haven't been able to buy anything new uh so before today i actually <laughs> ended up i was like you know what what i'll do i'll wait like i like i downloaded the dolphin emulator uh onto my laptop like a year ago uh which is a gamecube and wii emulator i was like what if I just started ripping all these old discs onto my laptop? And so that's what I did yesterday. And I was playing Super Mario Galaxy on my laptop. Uh, I was an Xbox One controller, and it was pretty, pretty good. Hey, that, nothing wrong with that. No, I mean, that game looks awesome in 1080p. I got to fucking tell you. I was like, oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Running at a silky smooth 60 frames, 1080p. Like, that game looks awesome. Like, that, that's, a, that's a fucking great emulator. Holy shit. I can't say enough good things about Dolphin. <laughs> All right. Now, we got a ton of news here. Before we continue, just a quick note. And if you're a fan of the show and are looking for ways to support us, the most direct way, patreon.com slash the firm up. Yes. Uh, we got many, many reward tiers for how much you can give us, even if something as low as $1 a month. If, like, everyone who listened to the show gave us a dollar, we'd be doing pretty good. But... We got a dollar. 
we send you our thanks. We got the $5 tier, which gets you uh, bonus episodes, such as Pass or Play, our uh, monthly show where we go through all the upcoming releases for the upcoming month and give you and rank them out as far as which ones are the best bang for your buck and whatnot. Uh, we also got the $10 tier that gets you uh, commentary tracks where you could get an audio file that you could play over a YouTube video and hear us give our critiques or thoughts on what we're watching together. In real time. Indeed. And on top of that, we've got like many, many more, including a 100K tier where you pay that and within the law and not to the detriment of the show, we will do whatever you want. So. <laughs> Uh, so plenty of stuff right there helps us out <laughs> tremendously. Uh, on top of that, if, that if you're looking for a way to support us without ha- necessarily having to spend any money, then I invite you to head over to audible, audibletrial.com slash firmware update. The link will also be in the description. Really, really easy. Now, and I wanted to go over this as a lot of people have just been clicking the link thinking that'll be enough. We wish that's all you had to do. We would be, we'd be clicking that link every <laughs> single day. Let me tell you, but uh, here's what you do. You click on the link and then with uh, an email, if you've set up audible before with a new email account, set set up a new account with audible trial through the link, including payment info and whatnot, that'll give you a free 30 day trial. From there, just pick your free book, and from there, it's up to you. If you like the service, and there's a ton of books that you can get on a monthly basis just by paying the subscription fee, then have at it. It's a great service. However, if you don't want to, you could cancel before the 30 days are up. You could even cancel as soon as you pick the free book. Not only do you get the keep the free book, but we get some money our way for you creating an account. But you have to create an account can't just click the link just can't stress that enough because i see people are clicking the link which thank you very much your heart was in the right place but you gotta set up the whole thing and or if you if as far as uh non-monetary otherwise which why wouldn't you want to give us money but if you're looking for a non-monetary way to do that just head over to stitcher radio pocket cast or itunes most importantly give us a five-star review that helps us get our, get the name out there more and we're able to get the show out to more people. So also you can head to our Facebook page, give us a like, all the good stuff. But once again, patreon.com slash the firm the firm up really helps us out and we appreciate any anything anyone can give us. Alright Joe. Now it's our turn to give back. Let's go to episode one ninety six here of our news episodes. What has happened since we've last reported? Uh let's see here we've got a date for speaking of Horizon Zero Dawn's expansion, uh, the Frozen Wilds will be releasing in September, or not September, November, <laughs> November, <laughs> November 7th, according to the game. So, um, yeah, and if you've got PlayStation Plus, you can get it at a 25% discount right now uh, by pre ordering. So, there you go. Yeah, there you go. The Horizon. 15, go ahead. 15 bucks instead of 20 if you want. Yep, that's I've already pre-ordered as you know. I really that you know the the game itself is fantastic. Uh, Frozen Wilds is named the DLC. It's they're saying it's going to have a new area, new mysteries to uncover, and new monsters. Which I'm really <laughs> do they really, really use the word mysteries? 
Yeah, new mysteries to solve. <laughs> Technically, that first game was one gigantic mystery. Like, how, how did everything happen? I know, but it makes it sound like you're getting into a van with your buddies now. <laughs> <laughs> to do some more, because you had such a blast before. Oh, yeah. Like, like, well, that was fun. Let's, get, let's, get, let's uh, keep the good times rolling. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's what I was thinking, watching Aloy go through all that shit. Like, yeah, she's having the time of her life right now. <laughs> going to put this in the scrapbook. <laughs> hey, my life's a lie. Awesome. <laughs> uh, now, without giving, like, a full-blown review, and I'm nervous to ask you this question, because uh, I kind of, I am really worried that I built the game up to such a point that you were expecting it to essentially, like, you know, if you drop the disc on the ground, the ground would turn to gold. That's how good it is. But out of curiosity, <laughs> how did you enjoy the game? Uh, I thought it was a great game. All right. Uh, I'll tell yeah, you. Story was fantastic. Um, it's kind of interesting that <laughs> I felt like playing it, it felt very familiar after having played, you know, uh, Breath of the Wild. And they uh, came out like a week apart too. It's weird. It's like Nintendo and Sony like inadvertently made like built a game on the same framework, uh, basically at the same time during the same time. Like for like the same three years, they were working on games that were functionally a lot alike, even though they obviously went in very different directions story wise. Uh, but I was like, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, Any chance you'll be getting this DLC? Uh, depends. Can I play up disc? That's actually a good question. I, I should look that <laughs> up. Because if you can't, then no. My games are on eBay. Uh, that scroller. Oh, did you uh, already uh, trade it back? Not on eBay. Oh. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, I, I'm going to check this out. But essentially, uh, but I still, thankfully, I, I bought it digitally, so I'll be good. <laughs> it, I'm talking about the main game uh, but uh, yeah I'm, I'm checking it na- out now Frozen DLC and bad news buddy it does look like you do need the disc in order to play the DLC but if you hadn't uh, if, if you still had the disc you would you get it? Uh, yeah there, yeah. <laughs> there you go <laughs> I mean it's coming out at a bad time uh, if I'm being honest Mm. Well, real November. Well, it's going to be just after the October rush. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I did have a disc, like I, I'd probably prioritize uh, the full games coming out around the same time. Yeah, we, we got some news coming up later about one of the games that, coming out in that period. That's kind of unfortunate, but uh, we'll more on that a little bit later. But anyway, uh, yeah, enjoy the game. Uh, glad you finally got it. I'm glad that you had fun with it. Now all we need to do is figure out a way for you to get Resident Evil 7 and all my favorites this year so far may have a fighting <laughs> chance. That's all I want them to have is a fighting chance. <laughs> I, don't be like, I don't want Joe to be like, well, I didn't play this game, so sorry. I'm going to have to vote for this game I also didn't play, but the title sounds catchy. Like, oh, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Which has happened. Maybe not necessarily with Joe, but it has happened on the show before. <laughs> All right, moving on. What else happened? Some big news for Dragon Quest fans here. Um, we've got a couple of different things going on with that franchise. Uh, if, you're, if you enjoyed Dragon Quest Builders, uh, and I did enjoy the demo for that uh, last year, you'll be happy to know that Dragon Quest Builders 2 is coming to PS4 uh, 
as well as Nintendo Switch, which is just another coffin nail in, in the PlayStation Vita's coffin. Mm. Uh, in that, you know, the original one did come to Vita uh, and not the Switch, obviously, but just disc. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, Dragon Quest Builders uh, 2 will add features uh, such as multiplayer. Uh, that's... That's that's a new thing for for this particular sequel. Uh, I believe you'll be able to swim underwater even, uh, and you know other stuff. I don't know. That's I didn't play a whole. <laughs> <laughs> I I enjoyed that demo for for the original game. Uh, never got around to, to actually buying the full thing, but what I played was was highly enjoyable and, and very fun. Okay. Uh, so I'm happy to see that it got a sequel. Um, hopefully the that Switch version isn't, isn't bad. Uh, because I feel like that might be the fuck. That's the only, that's the only thing now. It's like, man, now that these games are coming out on Switch. It's like, do I get the Switch version or do I get the better looking PS4 version? I don't know. All right. Hey, so I didn't play the demo, so I don't have much to say about this. But you know, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you if Dragon Age Builders is your jam, then you know I imagine this is insane news for you. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders. Dragon, what did I say? Dragon Age. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> okay, Dragon Franchises. <laughs> All right, Dragon Quest Builder. Excuse me. <laughs> Let's see. Did you have anything else to say there, Malcolm? Not really. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, for for uh, for other news on Dragon Quest, we've got news that Dragon Quest Eleven, uh, the the next mainline game in that series, uh, is confirmed for release in the West here. Uh, it will be be out in 2018. Uh, I'm assuming that's going to be the later half of 2018. Uh, that game just released in Japan to to, to great aplomb over there. Uh, two million copies in two days. Uh, yeah, um, and of course that's across two different uh, platforms uh, because this is a very strange venture where they're like it's on PS4 and 3DS. It's like okay, <laughs> um, but yeah, the the PS4 title kind of let. The, the, the PS4 title actually sold slightly less than the 3DS version. Uh, the 3DS sold 1.1 million to to, to 900,000 for the PS4. Um, but yeah, there you go. Dragon Quest. Are you looking forward to this one, there, buddy? I've never played a Dragon Quest game in my life until I played Dragon Quest Builders <laughs> that demo last year. So, and that's not even a mainline game. So the answer really is no. I've not played a Dragon Quest game. Yeah, I tried it on 3DS forever ago, but uh, it it didn't hold me. So, mm-hmm. like, I know that much. Oh, well, they're super popular, so they must be doing quite a few things right. Well, so, I mean, not just that, but they're like massive games on top of that. Oh yeah, that take take well over 100 hours for in most cases to to beat. Um, so every time I, some, I hear like, oh, you should check out Dragon Quest, I'm like, eh, do I have 100 hours for this fucking thing? Probably not. <laughs> Well, that, there were Dragon Quests way, way back on the old school NES days, so it is... Dragon Warrior, sir. Oh, Dragon well, it was the same thing. Just no, I know. But Dragon, and fun fact with that is that that was given away for free for to, for Nintendo Power subscribers. Uh, which so, is what? Seriously, they gave you a game for subscribing? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Lord. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, like, hey, kid, here's a 60-hour game. Why not? Fuck it. <laughs> I mean, that, that's like, here, thanks for subscribing to PlayStation Power. Here's Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> Though, to be fair, maybe in a few years that will be a PlayStation Plus game, but still. <laughs> maybe. Uh, 
but yeah, that is super cool. Uh, can't really say too much about it as uh, they haven't really hunk- clutched on to the Malcolm demographic quite yet. But <laughs> and what a lucrative demographic it is! Indeed, that, hey, that's sixty bucks at least. <laughs> <laughs> another so. fun, another interesting thing with 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 Dragon Quest Eleven though is that um, they they released a they released a version of that that included both the 3DS and the, and the PS4 game. Uh, in one package, which is insane to me, because that would mean that both Nintendo and Sony would have to find a way to co-publish that <laughs> to get that on to store shelves as one SKU. Uh, Mega powers uniting! Wow. Yeah, basically, <laughs> for the greater good. I want to see Kaz Harai and Shigure Miyamoto doing the Mega Powers handshake for that, <laughs> <laughs> or doing the fusion dance from Steven Universe. Oh Lord! <laughs> fusion dance is from Dragon Ball. Come on. Uh, well, I watch more CV Universe than Dragon Ball, so I disagree. Uh, can't dispute that. that <laughs> so I disagree. More. So you, for me, it's it's so for me it's the CV Universe dance. Thank you very much. It, it's like flat. It's like the whole flat Earth argument. You, you can disagree all you want. Doesn't mean you're right. I mean, I'm just... <laughs> well, as far as I know, I'm right <laughs> based on the data I have. I love the slam against flat earthers that's in Horizon 2, by the way. I thought Because <laughs> it's so fucking true. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> like, and this is not a disrespect to Aloy. Like, Aloy is from, like, a primitive culture, and even she's like, of course it's round. Why wouldn't it be round? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fucking Earth's shadow is fucking round on, on the moon during eclipses. Why wouldn't it be fucking... <laughs> oh, don't get me started on flat earthers, goddamn. Oh, my favorite... <laughs> Oh man, I don't know if you keep up with NBA news, Malcolm, but uh, Kyrie Irving is like single-handedly like imploding Cavaliers, which is hilarious to me because he has come out as a flat earther in the, like a few months ago, uh. and it's hilarious because he like uh, between that and him kind of throwing his career down the toilet, like wow, this guy's a massive idiot, huh? <laughs> got a huge moron well if his career was already spiraling out of control at that point you know uh, even i would be like you know what i'm just gonna say i believe the earth's flat fuck it <laughs> just, but God, <laughs> the earth is flat and i want to be on a team without lebron james what the fuck is the matter with you <laughs> <laughs> i want to be the focal point <laughs> i want to i want to lead a team by myself in a smaller market where no one cares and i'm and everyone i play with less talented it's like, okay, dude, you go do that. Man, that's why Kevin Durant is the smartest guy ever. He's like, <laughs> like I, I'm a super powerful guy. I'm going to join up with this super powerful team and win a goddamn NBA championship. <laughs> hey, there it is. <laughs> Kyrie Irving is like, fucking, oh, yeah, well, this guy in Portland, he gets to run his team. John Wall has his own team. Basically, he's like, yeah, but those guys are way less successful than you, dude. <laughs> Your team suck. It's like, whatever, man, I'm getting paid to play a ball game. I'm like, well, I can't disagree with you there. <laughs> yes, fuck. Oh, Lord. All right, all right. So what else has happened since we've been gone? Yeah, um, this is more recent news, Malcolm, that you uh, pointed me towards, but apparently Middle-Earth Shadow of War, and I read that correctly because it's in front of me. Um, right. <laughs> um, that game is going to be flush with microtransactions, apparently. God like right. <laughs> hooray the single this single player game uh that we've all been looking forward to is going to have a loot system uh or a loot box system uh, more accurately um and I, in I, which 
I want to stress, not only is it having microtransactions, but so much so that they actually had to do an entire announcement video on YouTube talking solely about <laughs> freaking <laughs> microtransactions. Uh, I, I wrote down on here, WWE, uh, WWE, <laughs> uh, WB ruins Shadow of War. <laughs> God damn, I hate this so much. And um, just to go through it, there's going to be loot chess, which uh, yeah. focuses on gear. Yeah, so that'll be weapons and armor, uh, varying rarity, uh, equipping and upgrading these weapons, and armor enhanced Teleon's character abilities. Uh, loot chests can also contain XP boosts to help him level up faster. Uh, there are war chests also that provide uh, orc followers of varying rarity to help forge a strong army. Uh, they can also contain training orders to level up and customize orc followers. Uh, those XP boosts that were previously mentioned are also uh, available <laughs> as microtransactions. What do the XP uh, boosts do? <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome. So the game is a role-playing game in which you earn experience points for every successful action that you do. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, and bundles packaging these things together uh, at a great value. Um, yeah, these items are obtainable by spending in-game currency called Mirian, which you can get in-game by defeating orcs, uh, destroying gear, uh, etc., or finding Mirian stashes in the game. You can also buy items, of course, with gold, which you can get by <laughs> by spending your real-ass money. Uh, you also see you'll get small amounts of gold for, for reaching certain milestones uh, throughout the game as well, but I'm going to guess that uh, they're going to be much less generous with that. Uh, than they would be with the the funny money uh, that you earn for free in game. Yeah, uh, the, I believe like uh, the bronze and the silver chests will be uh, buyable with Meridian, but mm -hmm. uh, gold, mythril, and platinum—if there is a platinum—I'm I'm just assuming uh, those will be like with pure gold only. Unfortunately, God. Now, some things to uh, one thing to point out—they were very very specific to say. That there is no exclusivity as far as the items. Like, whatever you get in using the marketplace, you can also get in-game. Uh, however, like, a franchise I go on to why this should be a concern to anybody is Plants vs. Zombies. As uh, that first game was absolutely terrific. Wonderful game. Wonderful game. I played it from beginning to end. Uh, it... <laughs> Crazy. Love that guy. <laughs> Uh, it was a super fun game. Then came Plants vs. Zombies 2, and that's where they flushed all that goodwill right into the <laughs> toilet. Like, there was no, like, I suppose you could beat the game without buying all the uh, boosts and whatnot that they want you to do to spend. I don't know how the hell you would do it, but according to them, it was possible. <laughs> and that's the concern here. Like, I know, I don't doubt that you can earn everything you can get through the through the game. But are they going to make it a pain in the ass to do so? Because if they put the microtransactions in, they want you to use the microtransactions right. in the end. So, like, in order to get one guild, is it going to be like a 15-hour grind? Or as opposed to just giving them nine ninety nine and <laughs> getting it right then and there? They're, this To me, this feels like a WB move. Like, dude, we need some money. And on top of that, they also added a multiplayer mode called Social Conquest, to which uh, you assign orc captains that you have in the game. And this is also the concern here, too. 
because uh, these captains, these orcs that you buy with money, you can now use in this social mode. So the social conquest thing might be pay to play now or pay to win or whatever. Because yeah, yeah. with social conquest, essentially you have a castle, you assign your own orcs to defend it. And if they die in the game, in this uh, social game, then they're dead. They're like, Great. There's no getting them back. So you can't be, you can't just like get new ones. You're going to have to get new ones. And I'm really hoping this is optional because I looked at social conquest and I'm like, this is stupid. I want no part of it <laughs> <laughs> in my single player freaking video game. <laughs> and, and this sucks because at least with uh, my internal list as far as games that I would that I want to get in uh, in October this was my number two and ne- however with this whole thing with microtransactions like these like comedically <laughs> a m- huge amount of microtransactions that are now in this game it's making me it's got me really nervous now and this might actually bump it down which is heartbreaking because I was so ready for this game like I mean it's, I mean, it's not like it's a free to play multiplayer shooter you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like what the fuck? Did, it's like like this whole movement of games as a service, as opposed to just being a singular product uh, that you just pay one fee for. Basically, uh, has been like a huge bummer <laughs> in recent years, where it's like, oh, every game could be a service, even the single player ones. Like we want you to engage in community events where you can earn gold, but or you could just buy it because we can give you a great value for forty nine ninety nine. If you want to buy gold, we'll give you a bunch of it for free if you give us forty nine ninety nine. Uh, it's like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ! What if I just give you sixty dollars and you just give me a game to enjoy? All right. <laughs> it's and, like it's a single player game. It's like, what the fuck? And it's a gigantic bummer because this game, because the game looked great. Yeah. And this could have been like the beginning of a really, really great franchise for WWE. Well, how do you keep doing that? <laughs> Well, like, nowhere in my mind are those two <laughs> organizations anywhere near each other. Well, WWE is also ruining things, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> WB could have had something, like, right on par with uh, Arkham, for Christ's sakes, which they're also ruining over time, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, Maybe WB just shouldn't publish games anymore. Uh, <laughs> That's the lesson I'm hearing from you right now. And not make movies either, but anyway, <laughs> I digress. Hey, Wonder Woman was good. It, you know, you're absolutely right. It was great. <laughs> it was very good. How dare you? They just well, make Wonder Woman movies. Well, hey, if you swing that bat enough times, eventually you're going to get a home run. I'm just saying. Broke the clocks and why not? Yeah. But anyway, this, you know, it's a bummer. And, you know, not saying the game isn't going to be good. It could still be good. But this went from, like, being something I would have said, oh, day one purchase up. Uh, Absolutely, too. Maybe we wait and see. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, because like I don't want to like pop that game in and get like eight fucking different prompts every like thirty seconds. Like, hey, what if you just bought some of this armor instead? <laughs> Could you imagine if it's a mobile game? It's, <laughs> you go to the pause menu. You're like, hey, for thirty nine ninety nine, get that fucking shit off my screen. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember when MKX came out. You know, Mortal Kombat X uh, on PS4, and I popped it in, and it's like, hey, check out the season pass. It's like the game, it's the first thing. The game's <laughs> the DLC's not even out yet. Fucking relax. <laughs> WB, fuck. <laughs> That's like, I mean, and this is a really, really stupid move on WB, WB's part. <laughs> I, I'm used to saying that with so many friends. <laughs> anyway, I, 
this this is a terrible move by WB's part, and I'll tell you why. Because not only were people looking forward to this game, but now they're like they're hitting the brakes, and it's not like there are no other games coming out in October. Like, yeah. This move probably put Shadow of Mordor to the back of the list, and that's a long-ass list in October. <laughs> Seriously. So, you got two Bethesda games, you've got freaking Mario, you've got freaking... Uh, Wolfenstein 2, yeah. you got... Uh, uh, Evil Within 2. Evil Within 2, yeah. Stick of Truth, or not Stick of Truth, uh, the new one. Uh, what's it called? Uh, the fractured butthole. That one, yeah, that one. <laughs> you just want me to say it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> point is, there's a lot. Point, uh, there's a lot of other stuff you can spend uh, your money on, and not probably to mention that there's stuff coming out the following month too. So, so mm-hmm. Uh, so like they, yeah, for me, this immediately kind of just like, like you said, just puts it on the back burner. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I guess I'll get it when it's cheap. <laughs> so now, to be fair to this game, just so we're not like completely shitting on it. I have been reading people who have gotten some hands-on with the game and I've heard nothing but pure unbridled joy about the experience, saying they took everything with the first game that they loved and pushed it to 11, more or less. So, it's not like they're completely shitting the bed, it's just they're doing a move that always is going to make make players go in with some trepidation. You know, like... Mm -hmm. Because, you know, biting games such as uh, Mortal Kombat, as you brought up, and uh, freaking Street Fighter had microtransactions. However, that those games turned out just fine. I, I even think the last Mass Effect game, game had microtransactions, and that was the least of the game's problems. <laughs> <laughs> did it have microtransactions? They probably did, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like something they do. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they had like a multiplayer, and it was just for like. No, I mean they had they had them in the Mass Effect three as well uh, for uh, for that multiplayer mode. So we'll keep an eye on this. Uh, If I was W, if I was WB, I would be Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Just say Warner Brothers. If I was Warner Brothers, I would be scrambling. (laughs) At this point, I would just pump out as much gameplay footage as possible. I would send early, like, <laughs> demos to, like, as many different different uh, YouTubers or publications as possible just so that, to get some positiveness out. Because God forbid Warner Brothers lets it stand like this. Like, it maybe releases a gameplay trailer, like, the month before. Like, no, you got, you got to get some positivity out there now. Because right now, you've just turned one of the most anticipated titles for a lot of people, and now there's a gigantic asterisk right over it. So It's a shame. Here we mm. go. All right, what else happened? Uh, let's see. We've got some download rankings over on PlayStation Store for the month of July. Uh, July. For July. Um, so for July 2017, the top-selling PlayStation 4 game, as many might guess, is the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Um it's a wrecking ball, man. It is. <laughs> um, it's also like five months or five weeks in a row uh, so as a top-selling game in the UK. Um, uh, let's see. Number two, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, Game of the Year edition at number two for PS4. Um, on the strength of it being like five bucks, <laughs> I think, one weekend. Uh, I think that's – yeah. I, I think I got it last month too, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three was God of War 3 Remastered. Number four – Friday the 13th, the game. Number five is Rocket League holding strong. Uh, GTA 5 at number six. Minecraft PS4 edition at number seven. 
Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered at number eight. Now they're selling that uh, apart from uh, Infinite Warfare. Uh, number nine is Ratchet and Clank, and rounding out the top ten is EA Sports UFC Two. Uh, let's see. For weirdly, uh, number eleven, just missing the top ten, is Final Fantasy Twelve: The Zodiac Age, the remaster for FF Twelve. Nice. Um, figured that would have snuck into the top ten at least, but guess not. Well, uh, it went up quite a few games that were also super cheap, like. It's always a little rough, like, because, you know, as you brought up, Mordor, you know, it has a sequel coming out, so I'm sure there was a bunch of people saying, oh, I may as well squeeze in <laughs> this game before it comes out. Plus, they they sh- they uh, created that Nemesis Forge, so, like, your, and your top Nemesis and your top uh, orc were, would get transferred into the new game. So, I'm mm-hmm. sure people are scrambling to use that. Uh, yeah. Just uh, something I wanted to bring up because it's in my uh, list of news here, here in case Joe may have missed it, which probably didn't. But Friday the Thirteenth, they recently announced they have sold one, a little over one point eight million copies. Pretty good. That, that's that's not bad, especially with as glitchy as it was in the beginning. That's <laughs> not bad. And also, they announced that there will be a physical copy of the game coming out. And Joe. What, when do you think that physical copy will be released? Uh, I do believe that is October 13th, which is Friday the 13th. Imagine that. <laughs> uh, I <was> like, <laughs> it's too bad that they didn't just wait to re- release the game completely uh, on that day, because that would have owned. That would have owned, and there would have been a lot less glitches at that time. Yeah, they would have had to maybe iron out some of those kinks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh man, but and good for them. You know, I was kind of hoping that game would do really well because all uh, glitches aside, you know, they put a lot of work into it, and uh, yeah. they they were trying to make it like I love the filter to make it look like it was a VHS being played at the beginning, <laughs> and the idea of playing Jason is super cool too. But aside from but aside from that, that's uh, really really good on them. I hope the game continues to do well. Yeah. Um. And let's see for other notable things on these lists. Uh, the top-selling PSVR game is Super Hot VR, uh, which is separate from the regular Super Hot game, which didn't rank in the top 20 at all <laughs> on regular PS4 games. Uh, so that's interesting. Um, Super Hot's real good, by the way. Uh, I got that game on sale on, on Xbox a couple months ago, and man, that game is that game is just fucking cool. <laughs> it's like. Uh... One of my favorite Let's Plays with uh, Super Best Friends was them playing Super Hot. And uh, most, only one of them had played Super Hot. And uh, the one playing, or the one playing, they kept saying, Oh, dude, you're not ready. You're going to love it. And <laughs> just watching their brains slowly melt as they play more and more of this game. Super Hot. Super <laughs> Hot. It's like, <laughs> like playing it is like, I wonder if this is what it's like to be John Wick. <laughs> everything just slows down and you can just fucking do everything. Well, and John what? Wick will need to empty a clip from time to time on one guy. This one, <laughs> I would love it if you could throw a gun at someone and they shatter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Super Hot is a really, really good game. And uh, it looks really, I can only imagine what it's like playing it on VR. Yeah, and, and it's a separate thing from the regular game. It's not like just the regular game, you know, in VR. It's They made a whole different uh, uh, thing uh, just in VR. Which is which I heard is also its own really great thing, so that's got to be really cool. That makes me kind of want to get a VR. Well, hey, it's working. <laughs> that's what they want to want to hear from you. 
Uh, let's see. In other PlayStation sales news, though, uh, Sony uh, released their some earnings report for its fiscal first quarter, uh, saying that they've now shipped 63.3 million PlayStation 4 systems worldwide. That's not a bad number. It's a good number. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes three, that makes for 3.3 million units uh, between April 1st and June 30th. Uh, because you know during the last fiscal report it was a, an even 60 million, so 3.3 million since then. Um, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> uh, year over year, though, it's a slight drop uh, over what they did for the first quarter last year when they shipped 3.5 million. Uh, well, of course, I mean, <laughs> as impressive as the the numbers they're doing are, and the, they're still, you know, they're at least flip flopping now with Nintendo for number one. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, like, I, you know, you and I, st- granted, I bought a Pro recently, but most people stop buying a PlayStation 4 after the first one. <laughs> yeah, like, I've, I've, I've got two un- under my belt, you know, with my launch unit and then then this anniversary machine. And, you know, like, I want to get a fucking Pro unit also sometimes, so that would be a third one for me at some point. Yeah, that, that would tie you with me. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I'm kind of curious if they're included. Pros are included with that number, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but they don't. What they what they don't do though is they don't specify how many pros. Um, oh yeah. Are, are in there. So. I'm kind of curious. Like, is uh, I'm sure that number will bump up as 4K TVs will drop eventually lower in price, which is slowly but surely happening. Like uh, the mm-hmm. one in my living room, I was able to get for like eight hundred dollars. And it's a I mean, Go ahead. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Just because, like, I mean, I, like, I just recently played Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, obviously, you did too, and you're pro in it. But I, I'm, I'm my regular PS4, and that game looked really fucking good. <laughs> All right, the, uh, the last thing uh, you'll I, ever say okay. about Horizon is it looks like shit. So <laughs> I know what I'm saying. It's like that game looked real fucking good on my regular PS4. Uh, so I'm not a, really in a huge rush uh, to to upgrade to to a pro, uh, even with like I feel like. Like I was like initially the, the 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 pie in the sky thing for me was like I'm not buying Horizon until I get a pro, uh, and then like as I saw that the writing on the wall that that wasn't happening anytime soon I was like I guess I'll just buy Horizon, <laughs> um, but now now the the now the bar is set for maybe I, hopefully I can get a pro for Gran Turismo Sport because that that's another October game by the way. Hey, you're gonna get a pro <laughs> for one game. Because <laughs> man, like I've been fucking I've had such a hankering for. Playing more Gran Turismo uh, last couple weeks. Uh, Gran Turismo, that's coming out. Is that September or October? No, that's October also. Oh god damn it! So yeah, that's even easier for me to skip. <laughs> Shadow of War. Uh, Gran Turismo uh, doesn't have uh, microtransactions in it. Um, I mean, Gran Turismo Six did, but like, I can't imagine anyone who ever did that because, like, all you could do is buy in-game credits with that, but that game is so generous with them anyway. So it's like, what's the point? <laughs> Like, like, unless you really, really want to buy a bunch of 10 million credit cars, uh, like, I, I don't understand who would ever do that, but. All right. All right. So what else happened? All right, Malcolm, we've got some fantastic, wonderful, just terrific. Is this Persona per- 5 news? Yes, it is. <laughs> Persona 5 and Persona 3 news, as a matter of fact, Malcolm, as both of those uh, Persona games are getting the Persona 4 treatment with 
two Golden. different no. <laughs> no, oh god that'd be great <laughs> um but no before any of that could ever happen though they they will they will release dancing games malcolm for for each of those uh particular games with really uh, good soundtracks i'll have to say yes absolutely persona 5 dancing star night uh will feature of course the music and characters from persona 5 uh, Persona 3 Dancing Moon Knight will feature uh, the characters and music from that game. Um, and both of those games will be both on PlayStation 4 and Vita this time around. Oh, good. Uh, Persona, <laughs> yeah, because Persona 4 uh, Dancing All Night, uh, that was on Vita only. Uh, and I've got that game, and that game is fantastic, of course. Um, and, uh, yeah, for, but for these two games right now, for now, they are both confirmed only for Japan. Uh, they will be coming out early 2018 or spring 2018. Uh, specifically um but uh yeah yep i'm real excited for that um i mean that's not even all the persona news even because i I was about to say i have some other persona news here too but uh unfortunately uh persona q2 uh which is a sequel to persona q shadow of the labyrinth is a 3ds game so i'm i'm less interested in that (laughs) (laughs) gently uh because i just told it's a fire sale over here malcolm now that i'm moving i gotta get I gotta offload as much shit as I can, both to make it easier to move and to, from both a logistical and a financial standpoint. So I sold off my 3DS, I sold off my Wii U, uh, selling off a bunch of my fucking games. Uh, So I don't have a 3DS anymore, so I can't get a Q2. Yeah, I don't have it either, so I'm (laughs) I'm SOL as well. Yeah, and same with uh, Metroid. I kind of didn't realize until like the day after I shipped it off to, to the person who bought it. I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> I forgot about that Metroid game coming out next month. Uh, oh, well. As soon as I heard that news, I was like, you know what? Fuck you, Nintendo. Seriously. <laughs> release that shit on. At least make it like cross by or put it on both eShops at this point. Come on. Anyway, um, you know what else is going to make it harder for you to move out, Joe? Well, something else that Persona 4 got was the anime treatment, as they also recently announced that Persona 5 is getting its own anime that's currently in production now. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, uh, I watched the original. There are actually two animes, one based on Persona 4 Unleaded and the other one based on Persona 4 Golden, which they added the extra character to the story. Yeah, Marie, baby. Oh, yeah, they're, they're both actually really, really good. And just like a, if, uh, for whatever reason, you never got around to playing the full game, you know, it's a great way to basically get like a summarized version of the whole story. <laughs> I've been wanting to buy it like on Amazon, but it's all expensive. Uh, do you have Hulu? Cause I do, but I don't want to fucking, like I want the English dubs, goddammit. That's the one time I want English dubs on my fucking anime. I'm pretty sure that the English they have the English dub version. They have like no, it's in Japanese. At least when I checked, uh, I was like, "God damn it! I want to hear the character fucking actors that I fucking grew to love over a hundred hours." Damn it! I want to hear the Japanese voice actors. They do a I good job to, too. I, just I want a Troy Baker sound like <laughs> Ganji. All right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, on top of that. For anyone out there wondering if Persona 5 is doing well, they also recently came out and said that they have sold 1.8 million units worldwide. Pretty good. That's that's a good start. That's a solid foundation. <laughs> yeah, for a game that was niche as hell as, as recently as Persona 3, uh, and then only blew up Persona 4 Golden even, like that game had to be re-released before people noticed it. Uh, I'd say that's real good. And uh, just to wrap up what you were saying about uh, Persona 5 
uh, doing something all night or whatever. What's the name? <laughs> uh, let's. I forget because there's like I said, they've got they've got weird titles for each of them. Uh, Persona Five is getting Dancing Star Night, and Persona Three is getting Dancing Moon Night. So but, yeah, but uh, releasing that on PS4 is a solid, solid move. As you know, you, you don't want to rely, keep that on uh, freaking Vita. <laughs> yeah, God, that, that's my poor Vita. <laughs> Yeah, um, hopefully this means that it'll get a, a PS4 remastered. So, yeah, um, you know, something important about they're like, you know, if they're making PS4 assets for Persona Three, of Persona Three Dancing Game, it's like maybe they could just go all the way and remake that game. You never know. I mean, <laughs> Persona is turning to like a bona fide uh, franchise now, not just something that's popular <laughs> in Japan. Now it seems like everybody's jumping on board. So, I think and 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 good. Good. <laughs> These games are so good. Uh, unless you have any other Persona 5 news in there? Um, no. <laughs> All right. What else do you got? Let's see. We've got some more. We've got some season pass news here, Malcolm, for a couple of different games. Oh, boy. Uh, oh boy. Uh, first, I'm going to go with the, the less offensive one. Uh, Wolfenstein 2 is getting uh, a season pass uh, that you'll be able to buy on day one for 25, uh, mm-hmm. 25 clams. Uh, that was that a good w- game, by the way. I uh, played. Well, not. I don't know about the second one yet. I was <laughs> like, hey, wait a minute. Uh, um, the first Wolfenstein was one of the <laughs> games that I played through with all this awesome free time. I had. <laughs> so mainly, just, it was like actually uh, the last show we did, not our review show, but the last firmware update where I said, you know, it's downloading now. I'll get to it. You know, I wish I could believe you, Malcolm. You fucking liar or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you fucking started that game like a year ago and then just fell off of it. Yeah. So, uh, so I said, F it. And uh, I, I just sat down and I, for, and I, I say force myself, but by the end of the first level, not really anymore. Yeah. Cause that game is so good. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it to like, it, I, like I thought I'd be, you know, tiny spoiler. I thought I would be in Germany for like a good chunk of the game. No, like first stage, then nope. Fast forward through the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he goes in a coma while the Nazis win World War Two, basically. And like, there's this crazy like alternate future where it's like, oh, all this crazy fucking Nazi tech, uh, and you play around with that, and you know, you fuck up Nazis with their own shit, and it's real good. Uh, and the story and the characters are actually real good as well. It's not just a fucking. Like, as great of a shooting gallery as that game is, like, that game is surprisingly just, like, like has a way better story and character development than it has any right to have for a Wolfenstein game. Yeah, like... <laughs> like, it's funny and poignant in all the right places. It's like, man, this game, where the fuck did it come from? <laughs> it's like, uh, like, the villain, like, all right, I gotta pick how I say this very carefully. <laughs> I uh, love this Nazi villain, Malcolm. Be what's very the- careful. <laughs> be very careful but um the only good thing to come from uh, the nazi party oh boy is that video games we got have, to murder all right video games have the best villains ever that, the most satisfying to kill villains yeah, and, and, and the best part is you can make them as freaking monstrous and horrid as possible and no there's not going to be any social justice for Nazis. Like, like, oh, how could you, like, no, everyone's going to be like. Oh, you'd be surprised, Malcolm. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> oh, you'd be unpleasantly surprised. Oh, 
Well, in my circle, anyway, everyone, everyone, <laughs> everyone's like, "Fuck yeah, it's a Nazi!" <laughs> like you have freaking Deathhead, who is like the most monstrous human. Like I, I'm putting human being in quotation marks here, but <laughs> this freaking monster, where like after that whole initial choice he gives you, I am all on board with wasting this guy and. Uh, it was a very, like, even though I guess it was kind of an academic uh, final boss fight, it was also very satisfying because he needed to go. Like, mm-hmm. every member of that party has to go. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, man. And Billy Blaskowitz is just, like, the most satisfying action hero. Like, I, I feel like Blaskowitz is what they were hoping Duke, the, Duke Nukem would be after they, after forever. But Blaskowitz just is like heart and soul and eons above light years beyond anything yeah because i mean that guy like you're like yes he's a he's a genuine badass or whatever you know uh like but he's also got like actual like oh this guy's actually got some decent heart and like actually has some actual warm moments with other characters or like oh man this is bj blaskowitz <laughs> who would have known would have thought yeah and you, <laughs> seeing like everything that his friends and like as soon as he like you know comes to in this current age you know he's all our he you know he's bummed of course because it's a lot to take in but at the same thing he's like all right i gotta fix things and he goes to war with the nazis god bless Time to fuck up some nazis <laughs> Time. <laughs> Time to fuck up some nazis for 10 hours sign me up <laughs> the dual wielding is downright comical comical to the point yes where- where you're holding, dual like, your dual wielding sniper rifles which is not <laughs> Not how you use sniper rifles. You know what's good for dual wielding? A sniper rifle and a shotgun. What? <laughs> it's like, Why not? You know, hats off to Bethesda. They took a franchise that really has no business being this deep, having this in, ingenious of a story, and they did all that. It's not a, like I want every first-person shooter to be given to Bethesda. To be perfectly frank, at this point, <laughs> like they. Like, uh, everything they did with this and Doom on top of that, give them all of the first-person shooters. Well, I mean, I mean, I would give that credit more to the actual developer, which was Machine Gun Games. All right, give uh, Machine Gun Games Duke Nukem, <laughs> and let's see what they do with it. Um, because, of course, Bethesda, of course, also published Prey, uh, which was a little less successful. Uh, uh, well, that wasn't a first-person was shooter. shooter. Fuck that game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, we got... A little off course here. Wolfenstein 2 season pass uh, will have will be well. Technically, it'll have four uh, different things coming with it. Uh, the first thing is called uh, Episode Zero, but that's available uh, for pre-order also. It'll be included with pre-orders also. So you don't need the season pass for Episode Zero, uh, but if you pre-order, it, you'll get it. Um, but for the extra twenty-five bucks, you'll get three other uh, expansion uh, expansions as well. Uh, as part of what's called the Freedom Chronicles. And I guess you'll be playing, uh, you know, like uh, when they revealed uh, Wolfenstein 2, finally, um, you know, all the different characters that you saw uh, in that trailer, uh, which all looked really great. Um, yeah, I guess you'll be able to play as some of them. Uh, expansion number one is called Adventures of Gunslinger Joe. Uh, well, actually, I don't know if these are characters that I saw in the trailer, but yeah, anyway, it still sounds pretty neat. Uh, the, Adventure, <laughs> the Adventures of Gunslinger Joe. Starring professional quarterback uh, Joseph Stallion. Uh, the second is The Diaries of Agent Silent Death. 
in which you infiltrate Nazi bunkers in California and discover the secrets of Operation San Andreas as ex-OSS agent Jessica Valiant. Uh, and the final DLC pack you is called... CJ in there, too? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the final DLC pack is called The Amazing Deeds of Captain Wilkins, in which you fight in Alaska uh, against some Nazis over there. Um, yeah, like I was, they they don't say if you'll be able to buy them individually, but uh, for twenty five bucks, I think that's a pretty decent season pass. Um, if it's a if, if it's a neat chance to to kind of play as some kind of characters that you kind of uh, that you'd only see in passing, uh, which is a neat idea. Definitely better than it sound, already sounds better than what the old blood was for for uh, for the new order. Yeah, I was surprised um, to hear you weren't a fan of that one. No, because I mean, it what it does is that it takes place entirely in. World War Two, you know, during the forties, it doesn't, it doesn't make that time jump with the rest of the core game. Right, um, you're kind of playing with just with regular World War Two weapons, which is, eh. <laughs> uh, admittingly, a lot of the, a uh, lot of the, uh, the freaking money of the game is just seeing how ridiculous the world becomes after being taken over by Nazis. Yeah, and you know, they 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 all come up with this crazy ass tech and being able to grab that crazy tech and turn it against them is super great. So, you know, just you know, going into the old blood with like admittedly the rub on that is I think they're Nazi zombies also. Um but but that's as crazy as it gets because you're just still blasting out the most like Springfield rifles or whatever the fuck. Uh which isn't super exciting. <laughs> Um, like for that, like why not just buy like World at War or something Call of Duty? <laughs> uh, anyway, that's, anyway. That, that's that. So, what other season passes are there? The other season pass, Malcolm, is probably a little more unexpected. Um, earlier today, as we record this, <laughs> Namco Bandai or Bandai Namco, I forget what the order is now. <laughs> um, they announced the season pass for Nino Kuni 2: <laughs> Revenant Kingdom. Uh, Alongside a a collector's edition for that game, uh, what 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 would you like to hear about first, a collector's edition or some this, DLC? Well, let's see. This is uh, one of the things I actually wrote down in triplicate. I can go. Uh, so, if you want to take point on this, I'll let you do it. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So you got the day one edition. And yeah. This is the standard sixty dollars game. Standard fifty nine ninety nine plus tax. With that, you get the game, which is really key here. Got to got to have the game. Got to have it. And you also get the special <laughs> the key component of the package. <laughs> you also get the special sword set which is five different swords for your character as a uh, day one bonus and what have you. Then you have the premium edition. Premium edition comes with everything in the day one edition plus a steel case, a 3D papercraft kit which is always awesome. Uh <laughs> soundtrack CD. Okay. And exclusive Dragon po- Dragon Tooth Sword DLC. That is seventy nine ninety nine. Um, the papercraft sounds dumb, honestly. <laughs> but uh, the soundtrack the kids, and the, <laughs> <laughs> but the soundtrack and the steel book probably make that work. Twenty bucks um, for me if if this was a game I cared about. Oh, we also have the digital deluxe version, which sounds like the best value in my opinion, as far as like, <laughs> okay. all the sets. Digital Deluxe, that's, of course, buying it only available digitally for $79.99. That, you get the game, which is, once again, key. You also <laughs> you also get the Season Pass, which uh, Joe will go into more in a bit. So you get, like, a Season Pass for all the stuff. You also get the Sword Set. You also get Avatars and an exclusive theme for your PS4 for 
So instead of a steelbook and a soundtrack, you get a bunch of digital junk. Is that what you're saying? Well, it's a digital deluxe pack, so that's sort of implied, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I was, maybe I was hoping maybe they'd at least get via the soundtrack um, is a digital thing. Well, if they if you have news on what is actually in the season pass, it might that might uh, improve uh, the value of it just a little bit. But anyway, you can always get the soundtrack on YouTube. But anyway, uh, then we have for the big spenders out there, the ones who want the full Ni no Kuni two experience. <laughs> we have the collector's edition and a steal at two hundred dollars. <laughs> Great. Now with that, you get of course everything that comes with the premium edition: steel case, paper craft stuff, uh, soundtrack, and uh, dragon tooth sword. You also get a visual art book. So an art book then. That's great. Uh, you also get a. <laughs> you also get a chibi mechanical diorama, a plushie. A making of Blu-ray, which actually sounds pretty cool. Uh, the season pass and a 3D papercraft display. <laughs> why? Why papercraft? I don't get the papercraft. <laughs> but anyway, it's there for two hundred dollars. If you <laughs> great, fantastic. Uh, any uh, any word on what's in the season pass? All right, so the season pass can be bought separately for twenty bones. Uh, it includes two as of yet announced uh, or as yet unannounced uh, large DLC releases. That's uh, what they're saying, uh, as well as a supply kit that contains the assortment of helpful items for players to use. Um, but aside from that, uh, details are yet to come. So, well, that's a, that's always a key to selling someone on the season <laughs> question. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if they if they make a uh, Lost Legacy Nino Nino Cooney, where it's just may as well be a sequel, but you get it for twenty twenty bucks. Hey, <laughs> um, if like I said before, though, um, if this were a game I, I had an interest in, uh, the the eighty dollar premium package is actually a pretty good deal. Uh, the game and the soundtrack alone is is probably worth twenty bucks because uh, you know for all the crap I gave the original game, uh, that soundtrack was real good. Mm, it is. It feels like I said, like a Studio Ghibli movie come to life, which is really, which really does have uh, great uh, soundtracks. In fact, I believe, uh, yeah, me and my me and my wife are going to go check out uh, Castle in the Sky in movie. They're doing like a basically a studio fest at my uh, movie theater, where like each month they pick a different Studio Ghibli movie and just play it there. So, going to check out Castle in the Sky. Ghibli knows what they're doing as far as animation. So. <laughs> yeah, they've got this. They've got a knack for it. Turns out, indeed. All right. Anything else, Nino Kuni wise? Um, nope. All right. What else do you got? Uh, let's see. What else have I got here, Malcolm? I've got some interesting NBA Live eighteen news. Um, normally, the only remarkable part of NBA Live eighteen is that it exists. Uh, <laughs> hey, no one can take that away from it. <laughs> It's here after like a what three year absence, um, but interestingly enough, they they went ahead and added uh, the full roster of WWE teams and players as well uh, for that game, uh, which would be much better news if it was coming from the 2K side of things. But that's neither here nor there. Um, 
but either way, that's pretty cool. I, that's that's really cool. I don't want, I don't mean to take the shine off of uh, w, WNBA because uh, that's that's cool. That's that's actually really, that's actually really cool. It definitely needs some shine. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what else you got? Um, let's see. What else have I got? I didn't expect that news story to go so quickly. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, yeah, I like basketball the... and all, but I, I really <laughs> don't know too much about the WNBA. Uh, I do know that the Chicago Sky had a WNBA MVP either last year or, or, or a couple of years ago. But again, that's as far as I know. <laughs> um, oh, boy. All right. So we've actually got some sad news here, um, unfortunately. Uh, over at Bioware, where uh, unfortunately, um, a developer there, Corey Gasper, uh, who worked at that company for nine years, uh, unexpectedly passed away. Uh, oh no! Yeah, he worked. He was uh, he was pretty prominent over there. Uh, he worked as a designer on Sonic Chronicles: The Dark Brotherhood. I don't know if you remember that particular uh, DS game, mm. uh, that Bioware RPG, uh, Sonic Bioware RPG. Imagine that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dragon Age Origins, Mass Effect 2, and Mass Effect 3. Uh, and he was actually also the lead designer on uh, Anthem as well. Uh, so a, a, a huge blow uh, to the game development community and, and to Bioware specifically. So I'm very sad to hear about that. Uh, yeah, poor guy. Of course, we extend our, our deepest condolences to, to his friends and family. But, yeah, that's that's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, Another Mass Effect or another Bioware news as well. Uh, Bioware Montreal, which develops Mass Effect Andromeda, uh, merged or are, is merging with Motive Studios. Uh, EA Motive uh, is also based in Montreal. I believe they share a lot of office space. I think when we <laughs> when we saw that uh, E3 trailer uh, last year, when they were like, "Hey, check out our sweet office." <laughs> <laughs> A lot of that was them walking through the Motive Studios to get to that office. Um, but the statement here reads, quote, uh, the teams in EA Worldwide Studios are packed with talent, and more than ever, we're driving collaboration between studios on key projects. With multiple major projects in development in Montreal, we are merging Bioware Montreal with Motive Studios. Uh, this is an ongoing process, but there are many exciting roles and opportunities for everyone on the team. Um, yeah, so other Bioware studios in Edmonton and Austin are still operating as normal. Um, and yeah, I mean, this is weird because Motive Studios are working on Battlefront 2 in some capacity. Um, I know DICE, you know, they, they do Battlef- Battlefield as well, but, uh, Battlefront, uh, they're, they're taking the, the, the lead on that, but they're also, but Motive is working on, on that as well, but I don't know in what capacity exactly. Maybe they're doing story stuff or something. Um, but yeah, this will be interesting to see. Um, like who kind of takes precedent there? Like, is are they merging and becoming Bioware Montreal, or are they merging and becoming Motive Studios? I don't really know. If I would have to bet money, I would say they're becoming Motive. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, uh, and you know, on the negative side, it's a shame because I'm sure a lot of that has to do with the reception that Andromeda got. But on the plus side, it's nice to hear that, no, they're just getting located to an, relocated to another position within the company instead of the alternative, which we've reported on quite a few times on the show, is it shut down and everyone loses their job. So there's Yeah, some, and like I said, no one even has to move anyway because it's not like, oh, like you have to move to a different part of the city or something. It's like, no, it's, it's the same office building, literally. Um, like literally next door to each other. So they're just kind of, I guess – Tearing down the dividing wall between them two, and and they are one now. 
Batman. So it in that re- aspect, I'm ha- I'm happy that it went down like this because <laughs> I knew there was going to be some. We, you knew some kind of repercussion for Andromeda was coming. So it's good that it's just that you know. Hopefully, maybe they realize that you know uh, maybe we shouldn't have pushed them so hard. Looking at <laughs> to get the game out at this point if it wasn't ready and like we're not going to fire them because of that we're just going to put them here so that's good and hopefully everyone is still fine in their new position mm. anything else you got uh not on that particular item all right uh let's see if you're looking forward to checking out that final fantasy or that the city of final fantasy nt beta uh you'll be happy to know that you'll be able to play that from august 25th through September 3rd, of course, uh, that is still subject to, to players getting a code for that uh, one way or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they've distributed those yet. I hope uh, not. I haven't got it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there you go. Um, that'll be ex- – that the full game will be launching uh, on PS4 uh, early next year. So that'll be interesting. That's cool. Yeah. I, I can't wait. They just did a trailer announcing Ject, which – don't understand how that's a huge announcement as he's been in there for a while, at least uh, from the second Dissidia game on. But he looks cool. I mean, everyone looks cool. So, yeah, I, I I applied for the beta code. I hope I get it. The game looks super polished, which is weird for that game because I'm used to playing on PSP. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it. All Let's right. See. Um, more Final Fantasy uh, news here, Malcolm. Um, you said you have the deal. Do you have the season pass for Final Fantasy 15? Correct. Correct. Got that right. digital deluxe de- pack. <laughs> Did you check out the the beta for that uh, online component for that multiplayer? I have uh, not, but I. Okay, well, your next chance will actually be this weekend as we record. Um, but you'll have to download it no later than today, Malcolm, uh, oh, because once once the beta starts, uh, they're going to take that uh, that beta client down. So you might want to set that now as we record. Uh, yeah, because um, unfortunately, only the only people who will be able to play through this beta are our season pass and, and PlayStation Plus subscribers. Uh, so unfortunately, I am ineligible uh, for that, so I can't test it myself. Um, but yeah, this this is a test for that comrades mode, uh, I believe is what they're calling it. Uh, yep. And the description here says that it is a cooperative multiplayer expansion for Final Fantasy XV. Uh, players create a character of their own to take online and partner with other players to explore the world and complete quests. Um, sure, is that something you were excited for when they announced it? Yeah. <laughs> when they announced right. when they announced it eons ago, yeah, but it's a little late right now. Yeah. But like, it, so is that going to be a season pass uh, or or like uh, paid DLC one way or another when it comes out in full? I, I am actually not sure because uh, the season pass stuff specifically was for final was for or the the three story modes you know episode Gladiolus Prompto and Ignis as well as three date DLC packs so it never actually said anything about comrades mm. so okay yeah so i'll be it'll be interesting but uh yeah so we'll we'll see like I, is that going to be a full-on game or is that just going to be something that's added no that's 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 an addition to final fantasy 15 uh, uh, i just didn't know whether or not it's uh going to be paid dlc or if it's going to be just a, an expansion for yeah probably for not. everyone your phone is just lighting up a storm. Yeah, yeah. All right. 
So what else do you got? Uh, let's see. We got a couple of pieces of Capcom news here, Malcolm. Uh, let's start with Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, uh, <laughs> in which uh, this is a couple of weeks as old as we record this, but I think it's worth discussing at least a little bit, <laughs> in that uh, Capcom uh, went ahead and said, oh, yeah, maybe we'll fix some of those faces. <laughs> uh, because, yeah, maybe they don't look so great. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, <laughs> Yoshinori Ono, you know, the producer on the Cap or on the on the Street Fighter and on Marvel series, uh, you know, he he said that quote the development team is hard at work finishing the game for you know September nineteenth, uh, and based off the feedback we heard, we are currently making improvements to Chun Li as well as other Capcom characters. Uh, right. Since the work is still in progress, we don't have anything final to show final to show you just yet, but stay tuned. This is great news. Like, I, we've been going off on the animations of some of these characters for a while. So, especially for the females, with the females all look like they're melting, which was not a good look for it, <laughs> and greatly detracted. They all look like they were been microwaved for, like, ten seconds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, hopefully, you know, the game starts to look a, quite a bit sharper. I mean, I suppose this could have been worse. They could have done the whole non-in-engine trailer that so many people love doing at E3s, but instead they, they manned up like, yeah, this is what they look like, and we're like, that looks like shit, and like, alright, we'll fix it. <laughs> um, I assume that, you know, I, I assume they're not going to delay the game, uh, which also makes me assume that, uh, you know, the, the disc you pop into your system is still going to have the junky-looking characters, uh, but I assume that, that they'll be fixed through, a, through, a, through an update, through a patch. So. As is tradition. As is Capcom tradition. All right, so here's hoping that it's good. Because, <laughs> um, man, that game has quite an uphill battle. Indeed. Uh, uh, that story mode looks like hot garbage. Just <laughs> God, man. <laughs> good Lord. It's like I never appreciated the uh, Mortal Kombat story mode any more than I did watching the de- playing that demo for the story mode. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you know what? I appreciate it so much more now. <laughs> They're making that story mode look like the Godfather, for Christ's sake. <laughs> oh, man. All right, what else do you got? Uh, more Capcom news here in that Resident Evil Revelations 1 and 2 are coming to PS4. Uh, and Switch and Xbox One, but PS4 is most relevant to us. Um, that will be out August 29th, so by the end of this month, three weeks from now, uh, you'll be able to play those two games uh, on your PS4. Uh, I don't see any pricing uh, any pricing on this, unfortunately. Yeah, but we missed it for our show. <laughs> Goddamn late. <laughs> well, I mean, they're re-releases for, for years-old games at this point. Um, that's true. So, so it's not a huge deal. Um, but, yeah, that's cool. Like, uh, as part of my Wii U Fire sale... Uh, that includes a, a Wii U copy of uh, Resident Evil Revelations as well. Uh, so it's nice, and I never really got to play through all of it. So it, maybe I'll pick up this game or this version of it uh, because that game is actually pretty good. It's a it's a good return to actual <laughs> Resident Evil. Uh, you know, obviously not you know Resident Evil Seven notwithstanding, but you know after Resident Evil Six, it was a nice. Yeah, rest- before- before seven came out, Revelations was as close as we got to getting that old school horror that we used to get with Resident Evil. Yeah. So, yeah, not bad. Yeah. Yeah, I just wonder what the pricing is because I don't see that anywhere on this uh, on this new story. I'll be shocked if it's more than twenty nine ninety nine. I say, man, you never know. Activision decided that 
Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2 are worth $60. <laughs> so, who knows? Well, they're stupid then. They're stupid <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, what else, do you, what else happened? Uh, we've got three more stories here. Uh, a couple are older. Uh, let's start with the one relevant to today. Because uh, today, uh, August 8th, uh, sees the launch of an August game, Lawbreakers, uh, from developer Boss Key Studios, creator, you know, headed by Cliff Blazinski, one of the creators and designers for Gears of War. Um, that game launched, and the game launched pretty well on PC. Uh, if you're on PS4, apparently there is a, a launch day bug, which has been kind of annoying. Uh, apparently, if uh, what happens is if, uh, where is it? Uh, the game hitches when players change roles slash leave the match. Uh, basically, the game kind of just freezes for like a second uh, when that happens, um, which, you know, not a huge amount of time, but, you know, for the game being, you know, a fast-paced action shooter, uh, a competitive shooter at that, um, it's enough to be super annoying. Uh, but apparently they're aware of that issue and they were fixing it. Um, there you go. The game seems all right. Hmm. Awesome. Uh, I mean, it's essentially Overwatch, right? I'm I'm not I'm, I'm not nearly informed enough to make a judgment to one or the other. Yeah, it's from the back of the box, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. It's, it's essentially overwatch. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and Lords of the Fallen, they put souls like in the back. <laughs> oh man, I do hope that game does well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go for it. All right. What else do you, what, what's Let's see. Uh, months after launch, Malcolm, speaking of Prey, uh, we mentioned earlier, Prey did get an update uh, on PS4 uh, for its myriad performance issues on PlayStation 4 and PS4 Pro. Um, yeah, so that's up to version 1.05 now. Uh, in the patch notes, it states that the PlayStation 4 version screen tearing and stuttering have been fixed. That sounds like a pretty important fix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the previous patch, I believe, finally added proper PS4 Pro support, which it did not have. Uh, and that and that itself uh, brought fixes for things like input lag, which, again, seems pretty nuts for <laughs> for this game. Um, yeah, there you go. It's a shame. Like, I remember watching uh, the demo on Kind of Funny, who Kind of Funny, you know, like anytime they do a let's play, it's like they just bought the PS4 and it's the first game they're playing. It's like they're just so happy to be playing anything, but which really they have no problems getting anything to play, so it makes little sense. But anyway, uh, the game looked good and uh, it looked like it could potentially be something good and not so much, <laughs> which is a shame. Not that uh, I minded having a game to actually pass at that point on, so. But, yeah, I mean, I hear it's. I mean, I fear the issues with that game I hear are, are mostly performance based, which obviously is not not insignificant at all. Um, but yeah, if, if they finally fix that game, maybe it's worth looking at because uh, that game is at Redbox. So if we can, if I can knock it out over a weekend sometime, yeah. uh, I might do that. Like I, I recall, now that they fixed it. <laughs> like famously at launch, IGN gave it a four or something ridiculous like that, mainly because there was a game breaking save bug mm-hmm. where it would just decide, you know what? I'm just going to delete the save file you have here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's listen about eight hours in. That's cool. Hey, let me, what if I just kick it over? <laughs> and they actually had to 
restart the game multiple times, but it would like more often than not delete the file. So they gave it a four, which considering the, the bug is kind of generous, I feel, but it's so it was <laughs> their updated score of eight once they finally addressed that issue. But yeah, <laughs> oh man. Uh... Well, if you play it, let us know here because I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious. All right. What, and what's the last thing you got here? The last thing I've got here, which is actually pretty cool, um, for an even older game, though, uh, <laughs> so that's what I'm leaving it for last, um, Dying Light, Malcolm, a game I played in 2015 uh, and loved to pieces. Uh, a great, <laughs> one, of the la- one of the last few great zombie games, I feel, uh, because any game that lets you dro- dropkick a zombie off of a rooftop and into the spikes you set up below is A plus in my book. <laughs> um, but uh, developer Techland, who developed this game, of course, uh, they announced, or rather three years ago, holy shit, this game. <laughs> um, all right, but anyway, they, they decided to say, hey, we're going to release 10 pieces of free DLC for this game over the course of the next 12 months, uh, which will include new enemies, more in game events, more, new locations, and much, much more, they say. Uh, this additional content will be offered for free access on all platforms uh, and will arrive in the coming weeks. Uh, so it might be out, some of the stuff might be out now. Um, yeah, that's cool. Nice. I like the game a lot. <laughs> and um, I I wouldn't mind an excuse to, to, to dip into it for, for a little while again. Sweet. It's uh, Sadly, I have not gotten that game yet. That's one okay. of those games. It's a it's on a list with uh, Watch Dogs two and Mafia three, I believe it is the <laughs> games where I want to play, and if it's ever on a good sale, I'll pick it up immediately. Man, I wonder how cheap you can get that game now, because I mean, shit, man, that game's almost three years old. Um, so, like, hey, that's fucking cool <laughs> that they're like, hey, um, like, what if we just add some more D- free DLC to this game um, when they could have easily just be working on a sequel or something? Um, oh, shit, 40 bucks. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, you're a good game and all, but come on, man. Two years. <laughs> um, oh, no, I mean, they, they have the enhanced edition as well that includes the, the, the big expansion for that. Uh, you can get that for like forty bucks as well, uh, which isn't a bad price. If that's a with with the additional content, uh, that's a pretty pretty enormous game. All right, so Joe, unfortunately, I actually have quite a few news stories here. Good news well, is, I feel like a good <laughs> chunk of them are more or less I read it and that's the story. Okay. But anyway, just to get this started, hey, you remember that those Final Fantasy fifteen Invincible suits? That were basically the Power Rangers outfits. Yes. And that the Power Rangers heard about it and they say, hey, dude, <laughs> get that shit off. Well, good news. As the new Final Fantasy XV suits are finally out with one of their latest updates. And sure as heck, they don't look like Power Rangers anymore. <laughs> Instead, uh, they kind of look like the Black Knights from uh, Dark Souls, in my opinion. But like, you could look at it—they're basically like these j- dark, intimidating. They're actually kind of frightening <laughs> now that I look at them. Like especially, I, especially I've watching not seen the updated versions of these. What's that? And I've not seen the updated versions of these suits because I do remember seeing the, the original Power Ranger suits, basically. And I was like, ah. I'll see if I can uh, send you something. But, what's it? What's the expansion called, or what are the suits called exactly? 
Uh, it it's just part of an update, I, from what I can tell. Here. All right, I'm just gonna Google Final Fantasy 15 Power Rangers <laughs> and see what happens. Uh, yeah, let me see here. New costumes were included in today's free update. Not oh, so, so they are out then. Yeah, so they're they're not part of a DLC pack, but uh, they are out now, and I guess they'll be that you'll get like a little thing saying, "Hey, when you start the game <laughs> up again." It's oh, there. man, those are way less cool. Well, Power Rangers didn't want them to look cool, so blame Power Rangers then. Oh, God. <laughs> you don't have a trademark on multicolored suits. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Well, Power Rangers apparently does. God damn it, Saban. It's like that one guy who owned the word Edge for a while. Fuck that guy. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Anyway, moving on. Uh, at a uh, convention called China Joy... Which is Great. A, which is an expo where they uh, celebrate video games and whatnot. Uh, they announced uh, four new PlayStation VR games that are coming over here to the West. First one being Stifled, which is a uh, you basically take a role of a character battling eerie consequences of a tragic event that's turned the world to darkness. That's one game. You also have The Walker, which in summary, is a more light-hearted version of Skyrim VR. Uh, We have uh, Kill X, which is a horror game, and Legion Commander, which is a a strategic game. So those games are upcoming to the PSVR. We don't got a release date quite yet. Mm. Also, Joe, as you may not have realized, it's August now, and a result of which we have... Just just like that Earth, Wind, and Fire song. (laughs) Uh, Uh... as a result of which, we have some new freebies for PlayStation Plus. First and foremost, Just Cause 3 is for free now with PlayStation Plus, which is... That's a good one. That's, that's a really good one. So, like, I downloaded that instantaneously. <laughs> also, you have the Assassin's Creed a lot of people forget about, and that is Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry as yet another one. Hmm, that's an expan- That originally was an expansion to 4, right? I believe so. Uh, PS3, if you still have one of those, has Super Motherload and Snakeball. Yeah. And Vita, you have Level 22 and a game called Downwell, which they say, which they list here as cross-buy, so you'd also be getting it for the PS4 as well. So there you go. <laughs> well, hot damn. Yeah, so Just Cause 3 alone is definitely worth getting PS- PlayStation Plus this month. My God, mm. that, that's a good get right there. Uh, also talked about, have you, uh, played a game called NBA Playgrounds? No, I, I downloaded that thing. It was f- listed as free on, on PlayStation 4 at one point. I don't know if that was a mistake or not, but I downloaded it and I tried to play it and I couldn't connect to a game at all. So no, I have not played, I played, <laughs> I have not played NBA uh, Playgrounds. Well, apparently there's another 499,999 people out there who have this game. As they recently announced, they have sold over 500,000 copies of the game. That sounds like a lot. That, that's pretty decent. <laughs> also, uh, you remember Bloodstain Ritual of the Night? <laughs> Out before 2020, I hope. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, they recently uh, made an, an, a, more like a correction, I guess. <laughs> NT Creates is actually not creating the main game as they are actually working on a retro-style sequel 
a prequel to the game instead. Uh, the game, however, is being worked on by a studio called Dico. E-I-C-O. Oh, and this is uh, not really a tremendous change. This is just like one of those things to point out. And everyone, according to everyone, this really isn't anything bad. This is something new. So a third-party company is essentially making the game right now. Okay. Uh, right. Interesting. Joe, did we talk about the Pokemon Go Fest at all? <laughs> no. Oh, we man. Not. I figure we just bring this up really quick because we did talk about Pokemon Go a while ago on the show. Even had like a topic of the week de- dedicated to it. Uh, but uh, in, in the words of CM Punk, uh, when he <laughs> dropped his infamous pipe bomb promo, he uh, one of the insults he threw out there was Vince McMahon is a is a millionaire who should be a billionaire. Meaning <laughs> he uh, basically fucks himself out of. He's still successful, but due to his own idiocy, he's costing him more money that he should be making, which is the case I feel with Pokemon Go, which at one point <laughs> it was a freaking phenomenon, like so much so that we were talking about it on our PS4 podcast. <laughs> uh, however, due to like dumb moves on their part, namely, hey, let's get rid of all ways to track a Pokemon and various other glitches and bugs that uh, prevented people from even using the app to the point where a lot of them gave up. They've lost a lot of the momentum, so it's not quite the phenomenon that it once was. However, it still does pretty well, and uh, they it's been a year. So they did this big convention in Chicago <laughs> where Joe lives. He had the opportunity to dive headfirst into this shit show. But, but he decided to keep his 20 bucks instead. <laughs> as the thing, There were scalping tickets for that, like for like 100 bucks. Oh, even worse, like 10 times the amount. Like... <laughs> I, I've been hearing you're like 200 bucks. Like, get the fuck out of here. People were actually flying in from like places as far out as England and whatnot to basically play a mobile game in the streets of Chicago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I remember Malcolm, he texted me uh, that day. He's like, you know, for 20 bucks is not bad. It's like any amount that you pay to enter a public fucking park <laughs> to play a free fucking mobile game is too, is a bad price. You can't really argue with that logic. <laughs> it's a fucking Grand Park. Like, I've been to Grand Park just for the hell of it. Didn't have to pay fucking $20 to get in there. Now, this uh, convention was also going to na- reveal new features of the game. Primarily, it would be the first time players would get a chance to go after legendaries, such mm. as Zapdos, Lugia. Uh, well, Arcana. I mean, at the convention, they, they didn't announce what legendary was going to be. They just said, hey, if, if enough players... Uh, not just here, but worldwide, you know, do this community thing. We'll unlock the first legendary right here. Uh, and ended up being Lugia. Uh, <laughs> but it was such a shit show. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, as a lot of people got uh, flashbacks to the very first launch of this game, as nobody could make it into the freaking game. Uh, on, top of, <laughs> on top of that, uh, there weren't any places to get water. So people were getting cranky, and they were getting hungry. On top of that, there weren't a lot of places where you could charge your phone either, which seems to be, like, a simple thing to solve. So, which <laughs> caused, like, a, as they decided to power through with the convention, despite the fact that people were getting so upset at this point, they were actually throwing bottles at the speaker on stage. <laughs> and so they tried to solve the issue by making the area bigger. So areas five miles out from the park that they were holding this event, people <laughs> outside of there who didn't pay the money to get in could now get these Pokemon. <laughs> well, I mean, they refunded people's money for it first. 
Oh, yeah. And there are people now who are currently suing the, these people <laughs> for, like, travel expenses and whatnot. To which, no, that's not how it works, dude. You, <laughs> you rolled the dice. It came bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, like, I understand that it's hard to kind of figure out, like, all right, it's like, like, how do we... I mean, on the one hand, they know exactly how many motherfuckers are going to show up to that park. They sold tickets. They knew how many people exactly were going to be there. Uh, but, like, on the other hand, it's like, well, I mean, it's one thing to be, like, to prepare, like, your own game servers or whatever. But on the other hand, it's like, well, how the fuck do you tell, like, Verizon and AT&T and Sprint and T-Mobile and anyone else to, like, how do you tell them, to, like, hey, we're going to do this thing. We're going to gather 20,000 people in this tiny spot. Uh, can we beef up this area right here? No? Anyone? Hello? <laughs> Which, you know. Totally gets done because that's why we have the Verizon Wireless Arena or the AT&T Arena or the Sprint. Essentially, this one spot with focus reception and whatnot. It is quite possible, and God forbid they looked into that. But the whole thing turned out to be completely, completely terrible and is kind of like the cherry on top of how Pokemon, the state of Pokemon Go right now, in my opinion. Not to be confused with (laughs) console games, which are or I'm including 3DS when I say that, which are doing just fine. So <laughs> so th- there's a little recap there for you. Uh, Respawn CEO Vince Zampella recently oh. answered many questions about Titanfall 2's launch and the future <laughs> of the franchise with uh, GameStop. And uh, as far as its launch and its window, he is quoted on saying, the game was successful, it sold well, but it didn't quite sell as well as it should have. Maybe because it was super crowded that month. The price was aggressive. It was including a, EA's only other game, hey. Battlefield One. <laughs> it was a rough launch window to launch our game, but we've got a really great fan base. There's not really much negativity or acidity compared to the other communities, which is true. So I'm very thankful for that. It's important for us to keep the franchise going. We're doing more Titanfall, which is the quote I'm supposed to say. So if you guys were worried that Titanfall 2 would be the end of the road for the franchise, then he's essentially saying, don't worry, there will be a 3. Well, that's good news, because Titanfall deserves better than what it gets (laughs) from its own developers and publishers. Maybe it'll come out with the next uh, Battlefront. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like... Two, I thought did some great things with the franchise, so hopefully it just continues to move forward and what. Yeah. Also in the news, For Honor. For Honor is trying to get four more people to play its game, as For Honor, famously in uh, recent uh, reports, is suffering from the Ubisoft curse with games like this, games such as The Division and other multiplayer experiences, where it does really, really well for like those first three months. But then afterwards, people get bored, and they drop the game like a bad habit, as For Honor has <laughs> lost a whopping 95% of its user base. Can you repeat that number, brother? 95%. Yikes. Which is probably why, if you've been curious to play the game, it's going to be free to play from August 10th through the 13th. So if you wanted to give it a <laughs> shot, there you go. Now's, now's a chance. <laughs> so... Little two for for you right there on For Honor front, which is a shame because that game was selling actually pretty well for for the time period that it came out. But I guess it's been losing some steam. 
Let's see. In Injustice 2 news, uh, the next uh, DLC character is out, and that would be Starfire, which completes the three initial characters, the first one being Red Hood and and the second one being Sub-Zero. Starfire is out now, so you can download her and play her if you bought the season pass. Otherwise, I believe it's like nine nine. Either five bucks or ten bucks for uh, to buy her outright. See, we report on that. Uh, GameStop has recently announced that it's going to be open on Thanksgiving. God, <laughs> fuck yeah. that. Yeah, I've heard. Fuck some... anyone who opens on Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, I've heard some people defend it, saying like, "Well, if they if they're giving people the choice to work on uh, number one." No, you don't get a fucking choice. You don't get a choice. No, you're you're told if you if you get scheduled for Thanksgiving and you don't if you call off, you're that's not good for you. <laughs> no, 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 that's probably your last day. <laughs> yes. Uh, freaking a! I, I love when people who don't know about the retail working experience report on retail. Get a choice. Get. What do you think everyone's gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But yeah, I hate this personally. I, I hate this trend. Like. First of all, who is going to buy video games on Thanksgiving afternoon, for Christ's sakes? Assholes. Yes, freaking A. Everyone's with their families, which is what where their families should be, for Christ's sakes. Oh, God, GameStop. I'm, I don't want to hate you. I, I really don't, but the, you do silly things like this. Yeah, I'll go ahead and hate them for you. Fuck GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's see. Moving on, we got some reminders, such as uh, the first episode of Batman Evil Within is out right now. So if you're looking for that one, get the season pass or just buy the first title. I, once again, did not get a review copy of that. So I'm going to go ahead and assume that Telltale just won't be sending us any more of those. So, fantastic. Bummer. A little update on Injustice 2, which... Joe somehow is disagreeing with me that it's the get best game, best fighting game I've ever played. So we'll see how that works out for him. Uh, Justice Two was the highest-growing console title of the second quarter of 2017, where it just came out. Okay. So good on them. They're they're selling a lot of copies. That's all. That's all we're saying. <laughs> Calm down. You know, that's a lot of copies stuck in seven. <laughs> well. <laughs> Wasn't the highest growing console <laughs> exclusive or console? Excuse me, console title. So, it, not saying it didn't sell well. I'm just saying Justice Two a little bit better. Anyway, Yakuza Kiwami, which was a topic of discussion on our Pass or Play episode for August, uh, will ha- uh, <clears throat> will have four weeks of free post game launch DLC. Now, before you guys get all that there groaning or like, oh. How much of this game isn't even going to be a part? It's, I've looked at the list, which sadly I don't have here, but it's 100% cosmetics and just one-time use items. So it's just, it's little things here and there. So if you think uh, seeing Kiryu in a friggin' Hawaiian shirt is game-breaking, well, I guess you're right then. But aside from that, it's just like, it's a bunch of little freebies. Besides, how much, how often do you hear, hey, we're going to give you a month of free stuff? And it's a lot of stuff, so they're doing so good on them. Uh, hey, Joe, did you ever play The Sims 4? No. Well, good news. You will get your chance. As recently announced, <laughs> Sims 4 will be out on November 17th for PS4. Fucking why? This game is like five years old. <laughs> See, it surely is. Probably, <laughs> it's probably going to come to Switch, too. 
Oh my god. Wait, I gotta look that up. How fucking old is that game? It is super old. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. September 2014. So it's only three years old. Only three years old. <laughs> Good lord. Let's see. Also, I, I feel like we may have said this at least once, but uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the Telltale story, episode three, will be out August 22nd. Uh, that's a pretty fun Telltale series. I've been playing a bit of that, so I I do recommend it, If especially if you've got the season pass for fourteen ninety nine, such is the case with me. Anyway, in uh, duh news, uh, the God of War director, and that, and that is the new, the new reboot that's coming out uh, early 2018. In, uh, the director of the game, a Corey Barlog. Ah, okay. Revealed he has plans for multiple games. And I quote, For me, I'm just trying to get this game done. Which is, put that on the back of the box. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a great approach. <laughs> that's a great approach to game development. I want it <laughs> done. I want it out of my office. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm no expert, but I feel like that's a good approach. Yeah. But I will say that when I chose this story, I had chosen it because I already outlined and mapped out stories for multiple games. I have an arc in my head that goes well beyond this game, and everything that we are doing in God of War, to me, is very much building towards that. Like, you see the second God of War game, and it ends with Kratos going up to Olympus. Everybody said it was the stupidest decision. Like, why are you doing this? Nobody wants a cliffhanger ending. But I was like, Whatever. This is all. I love how this guy talks. He's like my favorite director ever. <laughs> this is telling people more to come. This is great. And with this game, I think people know that we're going to be here for a while, which, you know, that's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> me personally, I know I've got a couple more of these in me. So, for any of you, if there was any question, and I think this game will sell well, but. For any, for any of you guys who had any question, it looks like we're going to get an entire, I would say, at least three to five games out of this. Yeah, man, that's daunting to think about. It's not, it's not all going to come out at once, Joe. Come on. <laughs> five games right now. Well, well, no, I mean, it's it's like when I remember when they detailed, like, all the Marvel movies, like, three years ago, like, leading all the way up to 2018. It was like, this is like 2014. I was like, Jesus, that's like 800 years from now. <laughs> But you know what? It was a hell of a ride, too. Or it is a hell of a ride, excuse me. <laughs> so I'm hoping hoping this will be as such with God of War. I, I've actually, I love this new direction they're going in. It really breathed new life into it. And I'm very curious for this guy's vision. So, yeah. I mean, just... he's worked on other games before. Yeah, in he... the God of War franchise. So it's like, obviously, yeah. He does this for a living, Joe. We got to trust him. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And that is all I've got. All right. All right, folks, thank you so much for listening to us. That has been episode 196 of the Firmware Update. If you like us, then there are multiple ways to support us. Once again, patreon.com slash firmup. The link is also in the description, so go check that out. Every little bit helps. You can also access that Audible trial, audibletrial.com slash update, also in the description. And that greatly helps out the show. If you like what you heard, you can also subscribe to us. If you're on, uh, if you have an Apple device, you can use that podcast app and get every episode as they come. On top of that, it really helps us out if you give us a five star review with something written. 
Also, if you've got an Android device, don't worry. We're on such apps such as Stitcher Radio and Pocket Cast. You can also head to our website, thefirmup.com, where you can get every episode as they come and download it directly. We also have a Facebook page where we post all the latest episodes. If you can give that page a like, that also helps out the show tremendously as well. You can also email the show, mailbag at thefirmup.com. That's mailbag at thefirmup.com. And when we get enough emails, then uh, we'll do a mailbag episode, even if it's just one, in fact. So feel free to write in, mailbag at thefirmup.com. <laughs> also, you can follow us on Twitter, at PSMountForMe, at ones 23 for Joe, and at the firm up for the show. And Joe, is there anything else I'm forgetting? Uh, no, but I would like to plug something I did as well since uh, between our last episode in that um, I was on an episode of Grind Forever, uh, a podcast from uh, Travis and, and uh, Dylan over there at, at PNB. Uh, this particular episode was Sans Travis. So it was just me and Dylan talking about uh, Nier Automata uh, for a good hour. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, that game is fucking crazy. Uh, man, I don't know if Malcolm... Have you beaten that game yet, Malcolm? Still working on it as well as beating everything. Uh, else. Okay, well, you've got all my stuff, so please beat that game. I, I, I do. Folks, thanks so much for listening in. We'll see you next time. Uh, adios. Adios. <laughs>